Good morning. <clears throat> Our service begins on page four of the Book of Common Prayer. Awake, awake, put on thy strength, O Zion, put on thy beautiful garments, O Jerusalem. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Together we'll say Psalm 95, which is found on page 459 of the prayer book. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his and he made it and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works, forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, it is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our psalm for this morning is Psalm 16, found on page 357. Preserve me, O God, for in thee have I put my trust. O my soul, thou hast said unto the Lord, Thou art my God, I have no God like unto thee. All my delight is upon the saints that are in the earth, and upon such as excel in virtue. But they that run after another God shall have great trouble. Their drink offerings of blood will I not offer, neither make mention of their names within my lips. The Lord himself is the portion of mine inheritance, and of my cup thou shalt maintain my lot. The lot is fallen unto me in a fair ground, yea, I have a goodly heritage. I will thank the Lord for giving me warning, my reins also chasten me in the night season. I have set the Lord alway before me, for he is on my right hand, therefore I shall not fall. Wherefore my heart is glad, and my glory rejoiceth, my flesh also shall rest in hope. For why? Thou shalt not leave my soul in hell, neither shalt thou suffer the, thy Holy One to see corruption. Thou shalt show me the path of life, in thy presence is the fullness of joy and at thy right hand there is pleasure forevermore. 
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the seventh verse of the fourth chapter of the book of Proverbs. Wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom, and in all your getting, get understanding. Exalt her, and she will promote you. She will bring you honor when you embrace her. She will place on your head an ornament of grace, a crown of glory she will deliver to you. Hear, my son, and receive my sayings, and the years of your life will be many. I have taught you in the way of wisdom. I have led you in the right paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hindered, and when you run, you will not stumble. Take firm hold of instruction. Do not let go. Keep her, for she is your life. Do not enter the path of the wicked, and do not walk in the way of evil. Avoid it. Do not travel on it. Turn away from it and pass on. For they do not sleep unless they have done evil, and their sleep is taken away unless they make someone fall. For they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. But the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter unto the perfect day. Here ends the first lesson. The Benedictus S. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the fourth chapter of the letter of Paul to the Ephesians. I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called, with all lowliness and gentleness, with long-suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism one God and Father of all, who is above all, and through all, and in you all. But to each one of us grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore he says, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive, and gave gifts to men. Now this, he ascended, what does it mean, but that he also first descended into the lower parts of the earth? He who descended is also the one who ascended far above all the heavens, that he might fill all things. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers, for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we should no longer be children, tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men, 
in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. But speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ, from whom the whole body, joined and knit together by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. Here is the second lesson. Continuing on with the Benedictus. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies from the hand of all that hate us, perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways. Give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us. Give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet in the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, we beseech thee mercifully to receive the prayers of thy people who call upon thee, and grant that they may both perceive and know what things they ought to do, and also may have grace and power faithfully to fulfill the same. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, 
whose service is perfect freedom. Defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who hast safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning. Today is the first day of Ordinary Epiphany after the octave when we celebrate the Feast of the Epiphany. We have three weeks more of Epiphany before Septuagesima starts on February 5th. The colic for the Feast of the Epiphany, and thus the octave of the Epiphany, emphasize the three kings and a sudden revelation. O God, who by the leading of a star didst manifest thy only begotten Son to the Gentiles. However, this week's colic, like those of the following weeks, more generally emphasize our ongoing process of deepening our faith and our relationship with God, when it asks that God's people may both perceive and know what things they ought to do. Despite what some might say, God is eternal and immutable. He does not change because of us. Instead, we as individuals, and as a community, and as the Church, change based on how diligently we both learn God's will, as revealed in the Scriptures, and are obedient to His will. For example, in the final four verses of this morning's Old Testament reading from Proverbs, it includes this advice. Do not enter the path of the wicked, and do not walk in the way of evil. But the path of the just is like the shining sun, and that, that shines ever brighter into the perfect day. Meanwhile, this morning's psalm, Psalm 16, is listed as a psalm of David. It follows the familiar themes of many of David's other psalms. He praises God, thanks Him for His generosity to His people, and calls out the downfall of those who hasten after another god. David promises and emphasizes his fidelity to the God of Israel and emphasizes his trust in the certainty of God's promises. But for once, this morning I'd like to focus on the New Testament reading. The reading is from the Epistle to the Ephesians, which Paul wrote from prison, most likely in Rome, about three to five years before he was put to death by the Romans. This letter has many overlaps with the letter to the Colossians, both in themes and language, which suggests that they were written about the same time. The annotated New King James points to similarities to, of various parts of this passage to the first three chapters of Colossians. Ephesians has two sections. The first three chapters focus on doctrine, while the last three chapters provide practical advice, exhorting the listeners to strengthen their faith. So this morning's passage begins this second section. This passage is an appeal to maintain the unity of the church. It is a shorter and clearer explanation of the arguments that he made almost a decade earlier in the first letter to the Corinthians, chapter 12. This morning, the first six verses directly call on his readers to strive for such unity, and we hear these same verses later in the year as the epistle for the 17th Sunday after Trinity. 
In our time, we might imagine that the divisions of the church started with Luther and the Reformation in the 16th century, or perhaps the great schism between East and West in 1054. In many ways, certainly, the apostolic church was more unified than anything of the second or third millennium. At the same time, in his 30 years of ministry, Paul has seen many threats to unity. Divisions of Jew Jewish and Gentile Christians are central in Acts and elsewhere in Paul's letters. Thus, calling Christians to overcome their divisions and be united in their faith is a repeated theme in Paul's letters. Today, after reminding the listeners of what he has endured as a prisoner of the Lord, he exhorts them to patience and forbearance. He then summarizes his call to unity with this famous sentence, There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all, and through all, and in you all. In the remainder of the passage, he focuses on the diversity of gifts given to his followers, to God's followers, identifying five specific roles, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. This might be seen as, as emphasizing the differences within the church. And indeed, in other letters, Paul chastised those who sought to lift themselves up above the remainder of the body of Christ because of their particular gift. Instead, today Paul says that the reason these believers have been given these gifts is for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, that speaking truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ. In other words, these diverse gifts are all to contribute to the building up of the body of Christ, the church. As we heard in the first reading of last Sunday's Mass, in Paul's letter to the Romans, he wrote, For as we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function, so we, being many, are one body in Christ, and individually members of one another. We now return to page 18 of the Book of Common Prayer. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldst be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in the unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are anyways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience unto their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions, 
And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together, the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, who saidst unto thy apostles, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Regard not our sins, but the faith of thy church, and grant to it that peace and unity which is according to thy will who livest and reignest with the Father and the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you to Britt and Carl for making this morning's worship possible. Thank you, Joel. Have a good day, everybody. Have a good day. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.